What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benders Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps. Grab your peanuts and popcorn because baseball is back. That's right. Teams are getting back onto the diamond this week. Last year's season sure was different, but that doesn't mean it lacked excitement. And this year is supposed to be even better. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Just pick 10 players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and much more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars throughout the week. But if fantasy, if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament. With millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week, there's no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 34 of season 2 of the Kings and as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode 34 of season 2 of the Kings and I do have to say this as well. Happy opening day. I know we're a hockey podcast but today as you're listening to this on Thursday, it's opening day today. Baseball starts today so maybe... Uh, in LA, are you a Dodgers fan or an, are you an Angels fan? Are, do you want the Dodgers to go back to back this year? Are you, are you cheering on Trout, the absolute goat? Like he's un oh un, I don't get me started. Oh, we could talk about Mike Trout all episode, but just want to say as well, happy opening day here to you baseball fans as well who also enjoy the Kings Den. I'm so excited as you guys know. I'm baseball like 
through and through on top of hockey. I'm a massive baseball fan. And just, I oh, love the Dodgers, love the Angels. I'm a Jays fan, though, but I love the two LA teams. And I hope they both have great, great seasons ahead. And I hope COVID does not come into the season too much at all. Because baseball is just going full regular Full regular season, traveling across the country, everything. So hopefully all goes well for them as well. Okay, let's get to your LA Kings. One game to talk about as they fell 4-1 to to the Vegas Golden Knights on Monday night. Bit of a tough game for your LA Kings. They've been struggling of late. They really have. They've lost... Three straight now, but it feels a lot worse than that. You know, the losses haven't felt like good losses, and especially because when you lose two to San Jose, like that's the team you should be beating, and now all of a sudden San Jose is catching fire. But it's three straight losses for your LA Kings now as they lost to the Vegas Golden Knights four to one on Monday night. And like I said, tough game, not a bad first period, but then the rest of the game got away from them, and a little bit of history in the I don't. It wasn't quite history, but a little bit of some facts coming at you after the third period. That was kind of neat. But the Kings just to get a great start in this game. First of all, the Kings have a great first period. They outshoot LA 13-9 in the first period. But then just one minute in, Matt Roy gets his second of the year coming off that brand new contract. Matt Roy gets his second of the year past Robin Leonard. That made it one to nothing early on. On a snapshot for Matt Roy. Gabe Velarde getting the primary assist. His ninth of the year. He's out of the doghouse now. He's he's playing better. And it's great to see. Back up to almost 14 minutes of ice time. It's great to see Gabe Velarde getting out of head coach Tom Holland's doghouse. And playing better. Jeff Carter got his got the second assist. His 10th of the season. And you know. He's a guy that's been struggling a lot over the last month. So it was good to see him get on the board early on. And it was like I said. Great start. For the LA Kings, it was Royce second of the year, second in as many games as it, or second in three games. That again made it one nothing for the Kings early on. Pretty good first period for the LA Kings. Back and forth action, but your Kings outshot uh the Knights 13 to 9 in the first period. Like I said, uh didn't couldn't take advantage of a power play in the first period. Again, the power play has been the one struggling of late. They were over three again on the power play in this game. You get to the second period, and this is where it kind of turns around. This is where Vegas shows, like, hey, we're the Vegas Golden Knights. We're better than you. We're turning this around sort of thing. As they win the first period 3 to nothing, they're up 3-1 to one after two periods. As Riley, It started with Riley Smith getting his seventh of the year on the power play from Marshall and Stone. That made it 1-1 uh, one to one at the time. Again, that was a power play goal, a backhanded path, John, Jonathan Quick just... Uh, over four minutes into the second period. And then it was pretty good second period. I mean, the uh, Vegas outshot LA 9-7 to in this game, but you can kind of tell Vegas was gaining the momentum as the game went on. And finally, Nosek gets his fourth of the year from White Cloud and Courier on a snapshot pass quick. That made it 2-1 to at the time. And then the Kings, this they either do this or this happens to them. They give up goals in quick succession. And just a minute and a half later, Hegg, Nick Hegg gets his fourth of the year from Marshall and Carlson. That made it 3-1 to one at the time. Just two goals in a minute and a half for the Vegas Golden Knights. That made it 3-1 to one at the time. And that's that's tough for the... Uh, watching that, it's tough for the Kings. Because 
you could, they couldn't quite do what they did last time, which is get a goal. What was it the other game? They were down, and then they scored. I follow scored in the final minute of the period, and then you you hope you get some momentum from that, and then uh whoever it was scored like in the first few seconds of the third period that kills momentum this is one of those times where vegas scored the three goals and la just could not score one late in the period to get some momentum back into the third period and the vegas just kind of showed that's kind of took over in the period as well as again they made it three to one after two periods and then i'll, I'll get to the stat about the third period in a second but i'll, I'll just say the third period was very quick and kind of kind of boring. Like Vegas outshot LA six to five in the period. Not many shots in the period. There was only one goal in the period. It always stings when this happens, especially for us Kings fans. Alec Martinez. Yes, the former LA King, Alec Martinez, his fifth of the year. That made it four to one at the time, and that would be all she wrote in this game. That was that goal was what happened with just about seven minutes left in the game, and that would be all she wrote as your as the Vegas Golden Knights went on and beat the LA Kings by the score of four to one in this game. Martinez was the first star of this game. Riley Smith was the second star, and Jonathan Marshall showed that little rat was the third star of this game, as well as Martinez had his goal, a uh, couple shots, six blocks is what. And Martinez had a great game defensively in this as well as let's see, Vegas had let's just see here. Total's not there, sorry, but they had, uh, they did a great job getting in the lanes. 19 blocks for the Vegas Golden Knights there. 19 blocks, and LA had 15 as well, so there was a lot of block shots in this game as well. So the final shot total was 25 to 24 for the Kings, but say one of those shots instead of a full block goes off a body and past, Ro and past Robin Leonard, you know? Like, sometimes you just need a, a bounce to go your way, and they just didn't go their way that night not many giveaways kings only gave the puck away two, twice in this game vegas gave away three times uh kings won the hit battle 1918 uh like i said la 0 for three on the power play and two for three on the penalty kill vegas won one for three on the power play a positive of this game great face-off night for the la kings as they were at uh 59 point uh 59.5 in the face-off circle and like i said just some guys to highlight velarde is playing better get him back out of the doghouse, Matt Roy had the goal. Like I said, he's been playing great. Doughty, 25-25 of ice time. He's still leading the league in uh, time on ice. There was he was on the ice. For, he was a minus two. Unfortunate. A lot of but when you lose four one, the majority of the guys are going to be minuses. That's just the way it goes sometimes. But again, tough loss for your LA Kings. Jonathan Quick's trade value did it do anything? I don't think. I don't think you really can diminish his trade value in any way, shape, or form. Because, again, the rumors are flying about that as well. But, again, it was a tough 4-1 loss for your LA Kings on Monday night against the Vegas Golden Knights. I believe still only one win for the Kings against Vegas this season. The Vegas winning the season series 4-1 so far was still 3 games to go actually two games to go when you're listening to this but we're only talking about the first game of the two game series right now and just before we get into what head coach Tom McClellan said after the game uh your LA Kings still way up there in special teams they're fourth in the league and the penalty kill at 50 
or sorry, 85.3%, a little bit of dyslexia there. The Minnesota Wild ahead of them, and then the Colorado Avalanche and Boston Bruins in first place. And then you look at that power play percentage. It's been struggling of late for the Kings. They've fallen to 10th on power play percentage at 23.7%, but still having a great year on the power play, but it has been struggling of late. That's that's for sure. That's evident. We've talked about that at length here. But just quickly, what head coach Thomas Holland had to say about this game. First of all, just off about uh, just talking about not being stronger after getting the goal early. He said, well, that's an easy and obvious answer, of course. If you get up another one or two, you'd have a cushion for some of the mistakes that we made. But from that point on, I still don't think we played a real poor game. It's a hard game to evaluate right now. We've been in this building where we've been under siege, giving up 50, and our goalies had to stand on their head. Tonight, I didn't feel like that. I just thought there was a lot more are a lot more opportunistic than we were. They took advantage of some bounces around the net, put the puck over the goal line. When we had our opportunities, we didn't do it. Special teams, they end up plus one, we end up minus one. That's part of the result right right there as well. And absolutely, that's true. Like Special teams is a huge part of it, but the Kings didn't play that poorly in this game. Sometimes it's just a bounce here or there. You just get unlucky. And just about changes made up front that head coach Thomas Holland made, he said, we need to find some chemistry. We, uh, we go from having a good... Offensive and defensive night from one group of three, and one line might give a lot of offense, but they're a disaster defensively. We've got to get a two-way game going with nine consistent forwards on a consistent basis. I like to keep it as familiar as much as possible, but we'll look at it again and see if we need to insert someone different in there as well. Uh, maybe play the kids? Just a, just a question. Like in that, like maybe start bringing the kids up more. Kaliev, maybe Byfield, Kampari. Just, just a thought there. Uh, and then just talking about uh, a little bit on Kopitar and trying to get the power play back on track. He said, I think Kopi's onto something. There's a shooting mentality that has to exist. Where if, uh, we've scored some nice goals lately, but sometimes that can mislead a group into thinking that that's always how it's going to be. There are some opportunities tonight, close touches in and around the net. Kopi to Brownie back door was just uh, was within inches. Sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. Kopi is certainly onto something with a little more of a shoot mentality, get it back, and then let's see what happens off of that rather than trying to break off with a, break them down with a nice play. And that's true. That's been the one part of, a, of the power play why it has been struggling lately is they just haven't been shooting the puck enough. And Kopitar said it after this game as well. They're just not shooting the puck enough on the power play, and they need to be doing that. And it's something that the Kings will work on, and hopefully they do start doing it. Because the, what if the Kings done probably a lot last season and a few times this season, just put the puck on net and maybe good things would happen. I remember the Kings last season, despite the struggles, they were tops in the league and putting shots on net. And they just got to keep doing that. And sometimes it's going to find a way. It's going to find a bounce. And then just on if head coach Thomas Holland saw a few things that he liked that uh, from practice over the last few days before uh, during the four days off. And he said, we improved in some areas. It's hard for me to sit here and tell you that. People are going to say, what the hell is this idiot talking about? But we did some things better than we did in San Jose when we outshot a team 2-1 to one and lost. It's just a simple fact that these guys will really make you pay for your mistakes or your errors. In fact, I thought we made fewer tonight than when we beat them 3-1 uh, last time. They had us under siege in the third period, and we made we made more mistakes in that game. And than, than we did in this one, and we lost 4-1. to one. So it's just the way hockey goes sometimes, man. Just the way hockey goes. Like, head coach Thomas Holmes thought that they had played a worse game when they beat Vegas 3-1, to one, and then they played a better game today despite losing 4 or 
uh, Monday night despite losing 4-1. to one. So it's just the way it goes sometimes. That's hockey. That's just the way it goes sometimes. And again, that's just the way it is, man. That's just the way it is sometimes. It's just the way it is. Now here's the stat I want to get to about the third period. Because this is kind of neat and you don't see this happen very often. The third period of this game between LA and Vegas. It might have been the fastest third period any of us have ever watched. I'm not joking. It might have been the fastest third period any of us have ever watched. A period is 20 minutes long. The entirety of the period with whistles, with commercial breaks and everything took 24 minutes and 48 seconds. That is incredible. That is truly incredible. It's usually much higher, of course, with uh, whistles and stuff like that. There, I, I couldn't tell you how many whistles there was in the third period, but it wasn't many. There was a stoppage for Martinez's goal. I believe there was a penalty somewhere in there. And that was it, pretty much. That's what it felt like was it, pretty much. Yeah, there was one penalty in the third period and one goal. So those are two whistles. But other than that, it didn't seem like... I don't have the number in front of me, but there wasn't many. That is truly incredible for a period of hockey. 20 minutes of, of hockey to be played in 24 minutes and 48 seconds. That is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. It's crazy. Just think about it. That is crazy. But anyways... Just a cool little stat I wanted to point out, out there. But Vegas, or your Kings lose 4-1 to Vegas on Monday night. And with that, they're now, what is it? I think six games into the uh, into the second half of the season now. And they're one and four. Five games, sorry. Five games. Five games into the second half of the season. And they're one and four. They gotta be better. They gotta start to be better. It starts with it's get the game's gonna be over when you're listening to this, but it starts with Wednesday's game in Vegas. And then next time we talk to you on for episode thirty-five, we will be talking about the back-to-back doubleheader or the back-to-back games that your LA Kings have come up against the San Jose Sharks. A little bit of rematch, both at home, these games. Uh, Friday night and Saturday night against the San Jose Sharks. Maybe a little bit of revenge, because the Kings need it, man. They need to come out and play better than they did and they're gonna I think they're gonna come out and play great it all depends on what happens on Wednesday night obviously but I think they're gonna come out and play great this weekend and LA man they've got to start to uh, if the Kings I've said they have to be sellers at the deadline but don't think that there's still not a chance that they can compete as well because you can be sellers and still compete you can be but it's starting to look bleak a little bit Six points out of a playoff spot now. The Kings are right now at 13, 14, and 6. Arizona's playing real well of late. They're up to 37 points, 16, 14, and 5. And now, all of a sudden, San Jose is playing great. They're tied with LA. They're, thir- they're 14, 16, and 4. LA's ahead of them because they have less losses. And also, for the first time this season, I believe, LA's goal differential is in the negatives. Despite being out of a playoff spot for the majority of the year, LA's goal differential has been in the positives. For the first time in a long time, it's in the negatives. Hey, but there's still a chance, man. You're five points behind Arizona. You're six points behind St. Louis. And St. Louis has been struggling 
of late. But very much, like, struggling a lot. And I know they're absolutely injury riddled as well. But there's still a chance. But I do think you have to be sellers at the deadline as well. And whether you get guys to waive their no-trade clause, whatever, I think, like, I don't mind the rumors of Quick getting traded. I Like I said, not many people have mentioned this, but I could see Alex Ifalo getting traded to Toronto. I know a lot of people want him re-signed as well. And I could see that one as kind of both ways, as a piece of the future and as, uh, or as a trade piece right now. I can see that going both ways, definitely. Uh, quick, that's a tougher trade. You have to retain salary. I don't think it's going to be tougher to trade guys like Carter and uh, stuff like that. One I did hear that was interesting, actually, is a rumor that I heard is Dustin Brown. And that's a guy, he's a veteran. That the Kings love, obviously. But is that a guy that could get traded? And the team I heard is the New York Islanders. Can you imagine Dustin Brown to the New York Islanders? They just lost their captain. They just lost Anders Lee for the season. They need a veteran. That's something that's very interesting to me. And I could, that would be a blockbuster for sure. And I could definitely see that happening. Uh, the Islanders second in their division in the Mass Mutual East division. At 22-10-4, they're just two points behind Washington. Islanders are playing great hockey this year. And to get a veteran like Dustin Brown, especially after you, you lose your captain, that could definitely be something that is interesting as well that I could see. I could definitely see a lot of this happening. But again, we're still a week and a bit from the trade deadline, I believe. There's still a lot that could happen. It's such a weird deadline, man, with the pandemic and travel issues and stuff like that. Especially with trying to trade with Canadian teams. It's such a weird dynamic but again we'll have to wait and see what happens there's still a lot of time time to wait and see what happens and also big news that up here you guys know i'm in canada i'm in vancouver that uh the travel restrictions it's if you travel into canada you have to quarantine for 14 days but they have now an exception for nhl players that if an american team trades a player to a canadian team they only have to quarantine for seven days and then they can join the team so that changes a few things when it comes to the trade deadline. So hopefully something can happen for sure. But again, we'll see what happens with LA Kings and what moves they make. And again, I've said for a long time, they got to be sellers. But there's still a chance at, at making the playoffs. But you got to be sellers. And I think you could trade a guy like Athanasiu as well, who's had, a, who's had not a bad year for the Kings. I think you could, like guys on one-year contracts, you could definitely trade as well. But again, still lots to be seen. Lots, it's it's going to take a while to see what happens. This has been episode 34 of season 2 of the Kings. And thank you so much for joining us here on this episode. Next episode we will be talking about Wednesday night's game. Against, or last night's game I guess. Listen to this right now. Against Vegas. And the back-to-back against San Jose. That's happening on Friday night and Saturday night. That, those three games will all be discussed next episode so it'll be a much it'll be a longer episode next episode a mega episode next episode as well just talking about uh the three games going on this has been episode 34 of season two like i said of the king's den thank you again so much for joining us as always don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at the king's den t-h-p-n don't forget to follow me your host jordy cunningham on twitter at cunningham jordy of course we're presented by the hockey podcast network don't forget to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet, or just search them on any other social media, the uh, Facebook, YouTube, 
etc or if you want check us out on patreon for just one dollar you can find all of our exclusive bonus content and so much more so definitely go check that out as well just search the hockey podcast network on patreon and also before i let you go don't forget to like rate subscribe and review not only to the king's den but to every other great podcast around the hockey podcast network because everyone is just killing it doing great work so definitely go check everyone else's work as well everyone else's podcast as well because they are just killing it i hope you have a great weekend Stay safe. Enjoy all the sports going on right now. Enjoy the first weekend of baseball season on top of all the hockey going on, obviously. Uh, oh, also, March Madness has been crazy. UCLA, final four round. Let's go. Go UCLA this weekend as well. Hopefully they can make it to the finals as well, but we'll talk about that next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week, and also stay safe. Wear your mask. Be nice to people, and we'll talk to you on Monday for episode 35 of season 2 of the Kingdom.